In this episode of the Exploring Information Security Podcast, what is open source intelligence? Part two. Welcome to the Exploring Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I'm your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we will be continuing our conversation with Taz on what is open source intelligence. Okay, so so let's let's answer the big question. I think we've kind of danced around here. Why is OSINT important? Well, it may not be. It may not be relevant at all to your organization. So there's that. You have to decide if it's important. And if you feel that you don't need it, which I've I have actually been told, we don't need threat intelligence here. We don't need open source intelligence because people are living with their head in the sand and they think that they're not a target, but whatever. Um, But OSINT may not be relevant. You may not have the personnel or the staff to perform open source intelligence. Even if you have the bodies, you may not have the experience. You may not have people that understand intelligence cycles and methodologies, um, best practices. So it may not be important for you to have now. Now, why is it important? Well, it is another dynamic of a total picture. OSINT is only one part of the total threat intelligence picture, right? So you have intelligence that you're going to gather from people, um, honestly, you, you may have a bunch of people that lurk in chat rooms. Um, you may have people out doing human, I hate to say this, but corporate espionage, you may have somebody planted as a spy somewhere. I don't know, but that's human. So open source intelligence goes together with the other kinds of intelligence that you may be gathering. So it's, it's important but it may not be relevant to your business model, but I don't think there's very many cases where that's ever really true. Right. Right. But it adds to your total picture. And in my personal humble opinion, if you think you don't need it, you're a moron. (laughs) And that's, it's not because that I do it, but it's just because a it's free. Right. Right. right? It's out there. Like most open source intelligence, is free. So if you don't have a budget, you don't have money to spend buying tools, right? The fact if you, the fact that you're not leveraging a free vector to gathering intelligence, you're a moron. Okay, so let's talk about um, the people performing it. What kind of what kind of skills are needed to perform OSINT effectively? Um, you need to be detail oriented okay. for one, definitely have to pay attention to the details and, um, something as simple, like I remember once I've had people say, Taz, what made you think of that? And I was like, well, I paid attention and I read X over here and the spelling of something was remarkably similar to the spelling of something over here. And it made me dig a little deeper. And then I found the connection. So being detail-oriented is very important. Um, 
while important, it's not critical, the ability to communicate your findings. Some people are well-written. Some people are well-spoken. Some people are both. Some people are neither. So it helps to have a blend of analysts who can bridge that communication gap. Like, and, you know, if, if you took a stereotypical hacker nerd guy that sits in the corner with his black hoodie on and his little goggles and his <laughs> black and green screen, you know, cause that's what the world thinks we all look like. Right? right. And he's over there and he's digging and digging and digging. And then he yells, I got it. I got it. And you say what? And he goes, and like three people in the room understood <laughs> one tenth of what he said. But one of those three people are like, he figured out how to exploit the vulnerability in A by doing B, C, and D. So you need everybody. You need all kinds, if that makes any sense. So you need no, absolutely. to dig in the weeds and understands ones and zeros. I say speak assembly because I, I, Taz doesn't speak assembly. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you need the other guy that can understand enough of the technical output that he has said to, con- to translate that into usable, actionable information. So you need some level of a communication skill and to have an effective team, you need to be able to get from super detailed and technical to why it matters at a business level. Right. So that's a communication skills, um, attention to detail, experience in any um, intelligence or analyst role with any type of military intelligence, of course, is going to be um, very helpful. And Or law enforcement, they have intel mm-hmm. teams as well. Um, but you need somebody that, that I would say likes puzzles. Okay. And someone that's not easily discouraged as a character, as a, you know, a character trait. Because one of the things about open source intelligence is sometimes we run something all the way to the ground only to find out that it means nothing. <laughs> yeah. But you have to eliminate it. Right. And that's part of your story and building the loaf of bread. Well, this is why I can tell you this is important and it's not these 57 things over here because I looked at all of them. And it, it was none of those. I am certain it is, you know, because people want to ask you, what level of certainty do you have? Well, I don't know. I looked at 77 things and 14 of them I confirmed were this and 60 of them I eliminated and six of them I just don't know. You know, so when you can speak to that and, and sometimes that's discouraging, you know, when you think, oh, yes, this has got to be the lead. This has got to be it. I'm going to crack this nut. And then it's like, it's like a firework that fizzles. On July yeah. 4th and a sparkler that just never burns. You're like, what in the world? Like, so you, you definitely have to have somebody that, that's, a, that's a, uh, a bloodhound or a pit bull, you know, just won't quit. And doesn't get distracted. What, no, you, you're not going to get all that in one usually. <laughs> <laughs> the ability to stay focused is another trait that is very valuable. If, if not, definitely a manager that can herd cats. Right. So yeah. you can give us enough room to run and chase the squirrels, and then you can say, ring the bell, <laughs> say, yeah, you know, we come yeah. running, you know. 
we all come back. It's like, okay, is everybody back now? Can we please focus on this? And we're like, <laughs> okay, yeah, about that, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. I think just having access to YouTube and Twitter is uh is enough to to derail people. So and yeah. it's and it's funny because you'll find some of us will will disconnect. Like if we're really on a project, we'll unplug from Twitter. We'll have to give our infosec family like fair warning. Like, hey guys, I'm going dark. Now, ironically, people think that means you're going to go do something illegal. No, that means I'm just not going to be on Twitter for a little while. I'm not doing anything illegal. I put that on there one time. They're like, have you gone to the dark side, Taz? I'm like, no. I just have no focus. Yeah. So, yeah, I removed Twitter from my favorite, you know, my default tabs that opens when I open my browser. Right. So, yes. But ironically, I use, uh, although you mentioned that, Twitter is actually a really good resource. Yeah. ironically yeah yeah it, it, absolutely if, if you're in OSINT and you don't have a twitter account and you're the gatherer you know it's kind of at least have a fake one you know i mean geez right yeah i know yeah there's there's no re- yeah you don't have to have yours you can just set up one i've got like three i manage right now so right. Um, at, at one point i was like managing four or five so right um but yeah. So what are what are other resources that you can recommend for OSINT, whether it's educational or just tools or just I, uh, I think Mike Bezel site is a is a definitely a good one. Yeah, Mike Bezel site is um, intelltechniques.com. And then across the top, he has um, resources. Um, it looks like he's just up. He's just updated them December this month. Mm-hmm. So he keeps those pretty current. Um there is, if you want to pay for it, I haven't been to it. I've heard some good things about it um, called Automating OSINT. Okay. So I haven't, I, I mean, I can't speak to that from personal experience. Um, but um, definitely um, Mike's book, OSINT Techniques, or OSINT Intel Techniques, he actually sells like a three book bundle on his website, I think. His handbook is a is a go to because having the tools on his website is one thing, but like I just got, had somebody ask me the other day, "Hey Taz, you know I need to run down. Somebody tried to prank me from this phone number. Um, now, granted, they they think it's a friend and whatnot, and it's and I actually it's a friend playing a joke on a friend actually." And so they contact, you know, do you know any resources for that? So I told them, of course, go to Mike's site. And then we talked a little bit further. Um, But there's some things in there about like how to make alerts in Google so that you automatically get an email if something hits the net, you know, that Google has indexed. Um, But his book, um, OSINT Intel Techniques, is phenomenal. And right next to that, I would say the latest version of um, Google Hacking. Of must-haves in your library it, for for books for OSINT books. Okay. Um, well, uh, wrapping up, is there anything else you'd like to add that we haven't already covered? Um, I would say um, make sure that you are fresh on a lot of the changes in the laws that we've had lately. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you're going and you're looking for things, um, be careful what you download or screenshot. Okay. What you could get yourself in trouble with some of that stuff, 
especially if yeah. you're on a personal mission. So always be careful with that. And my number one rule for open source intelligence is capture it the first time you see it. So if you know you're going, if you if you know you're fresh on the the laws and legalese of do's and don'ts, sort of speaking, you know what you're doing isn't going to be you know get you in any trouble, especially if you're hunting a person. If you see a post, you see blog posts, you see social media, you find something in search results. Always, 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 always screenshot it the first time you see it. Because it may not be there in thirty more seconds. Mm-hmm. And is it, is it? Do you have a screen capture program that you that you really like for that kind of thing? There's a few that have been built into browsers, but um, I love Evernote. Okay. People laugh. They're like Evernote because yeah. Evernote I, has, I, I was not expecting that one. Not at all. It has the ability to save the entire page. You could save it as a PDF. You can save just, you can choose a selection of what to save off of the screen. Um, but if you get the Evernote and then you get the Evernote plugin for your browser, um, just make sure you set up an account that's not your personal. Don't be doing your OSINT work stuff on your personal Evernote account if you have, if you decide you like Evernote. Um, and on top of that, Evernote also allows for team collaboration. But okay. Ever, Evernote is fabulous, um, especially the plugin. And then um, any any OS has its ability to do a screenshot, snag it, snap it, or whatever that's called in Windows. And then I think it's Command Shift four to choose your screenshot, or Command Shift three to do the whole screenshot on a on a Mac. Um, uh, Command Shift four allows you to select. I think so. Well, look, Command I'm a Shift three does kid. the entire screen. Yeah, I'm a you know, Windows kid, and I just got a Mac. I've had it for about <laughs> three weeks. I am dying here with it. I'm like, oh my god, where's all the buttons? I don't know. Oh, there's no home button on my keyboard. What's the problem? <laughs> yeah, well, no. wait, wait, wait until you get used to that, and then you start trying to use the Alt key on your Windows to copy and paste. Oh, I, 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 yeah, the Command button thingy. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Just use control. Like, and I, I've actually Googled to see, can I change the hotkey for copy and paste? Because that, no. that is quite annoying. Because I, I just started using a Mac a few months ago uh, for work. So I've had to make that transition. So I am uh, very sympathetic <laughs> to Thank your you. frustrations. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I, I do a lot of screenshots during the day. So I know Command Shift 4 is, uh, is where you grab it. And then Command Shift 3 is where it grabs the whole screen. So. Yeah. So my... um. So, you know, always use a clean browser, of course, you know, when you're doing open source intelligence, never be logged into any of your own personal accounts. A lot of people like to log into their Google account, their personal Google account at work, and then they like to use Chrome and go do all their browsing and their OSINT stuff, and they start grabbing screenshots. And the thing is, if you start off on something that may seem benign and you're just gathering data, and then you stumble across something that's um, becomes a legal issue. The last thing you want is your personal stuff plastered all over stuff that might become evidence. So clean browsers, but like I said, above all else, capture it, save it, download it, you know, with common sense applied to all of the above, you know, the first time you see it or find it. And I can't tell you how many people have come back to me 
and are just like, oh my God, I didn't follow Taz's rule. And you know what? I lost, like I, I saw, I know it was there, but I can't prove it now. Yeah. No, I, so. I, I've done, I've actually done that myself. I, I saw uh, something leak that wasn't from an organization uh, or wasn't supposed to be leaked. Uh, and it was gone before I went and grabbed a screenshot about it. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, you are at GRC underscore Ninja on Twitter. Is there what else would you like to plug? Um, I do have a website that I occasionally. I think I got two blogs on. I just started <laughs> Um, and it's actually HTTPS OSINT dot fail. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, It's. I, I wish you would post more. Uh, you got some really good stuff on there. Yeah, I uh, I I think I'm gonna do a little one on a, a how to how I ran down from an email address to a person sort of kind of maybe you know somebody people ask me you know hey you can say that this is how to but how do you do it um, and I would tell you one of the things I did mention earlier about tools an invaluable tool and somebody who does OSINT is the ability to script scripting scripting the ability to use a scripting language. I went from, if you look on my, my non PG post from today on my account, you know, March, 2015, how do you beep, you know, open a file with Python to December. Now I'm like, you know, let's bash grep and Python that crap, you know, we'll, you know, get all this out, you know, but I've been using it every day. I've been making myself learn it. God bless my best friend, Logi. He is a, Python Ninja. He's been doing it since before. I mean, I think, I don't know. The man been doing Python since he was born. And uh, so when I get stuck, he's always there for me. But um, you, you've got to be able to script stuff, period. I mean, whether it's cleaning up files, cleaning up text file dumps, pulling data down, um, learning some basic scripting in whatever OS you have, whether it's Bash or Shell. And then a little bit of more in-depth one, like Python is my preference. I like Python 3. Um, definitely a tool. But uh, I'm so I think my next blog post is going to be something on, well, here's how I've used these tools between Bash and Python to get to where I was at. Yeah, that, sounds, that sounds like a great post. A little technical. So. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, that's going to do it unless you have anything else. No, I think I ran over your 30-minute window, didn't I? <laughs> this will be a two-party, which is perfectly fine because it just allows me to go an extra week without having to get someone on. So oh. um, I appreciate it. So thank you for joining me to discuss what is open source intelligence. You are welcome. And that will do it. Hopefully you learned something. If you didn't, drop me a line on Twitter at Timothy D. Block. That's D E. B-L-O-C-K, or email me at timothy.dblock at gmail.com. Let me know what you didn't learn, and we'll cover it in a future podcast. Show notes can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash E-I-S. If you enjoyed the show, share it with others and rate it on iTunes. If you'd like to donate to the show, check out my Patreon page at P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash e i s have a good one